Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Man and Candace podcast, everybody. So today we're going to talk about how to get help for mental health. If you have insurance, if you don't have insurance, if you're in the U.S., if you're not in the U.S. So right off the bat, let's hold hands and breathe. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. One, two, three. Exhale. One, two, three. In the nose, out the mouth. Inhale, one, two, three, one more time. And exhale. I want to preface this episode by saying I am not an expert on mental health. I am a patient of mental health. Head on down to patreon.com slash podcast and pledge your pledge. Hop onto mdmq.com and buy your fine art print. I'm coming out with coloring books this, this week. Sorry, guys. I, my mouth is salivating because I made this delicious strawberry smoothie. Let me tell you, it's a three quarters of a cup stevia. I know that's a lot. Ten ice cubes. About ten strawberries and two lemons. Two, a juice of two lemons. It is so good. I also want to preface this episode by saying it's not easy how to get help for mental health. In general. Because there's a stigma that if I go get help, then that means something's wrong with me and that something's crazy. And then that you also might think that your life is over if you get a diagnosis. Because you might be dealing with something on this more serious side like schizophrenia or major depression they're all serious some of us even suspect if we're on the autism spectrum and that's okay I want you guys to know that it's okay to get help you guys need to live your best life that's what it's all about it's not about like if you had back pain Wouldn't you want a life-saving surgery? If you had dementia, wouldn't you want the best treatment? If you had cancer, wouldn't you want to go under treatment? Same deal, you guys. Same deal. You're not crazy if you find a counselor. You're not crazy if your counselor recommends you to a psychiatrist for medication. Or vice versa. If you go to a psychiatrist and they recommend you for counseling. If you go to, like I said, a counselor and they recommend you for medicine. You're not crazy. I've had lots and lots of help. Thank you to my mom. My mom never gave up. Never. Even to this day, she still fights for my mental health. Thank you, mom. I love you, mom. Such a blessing to have a mother like that. You know? And if you don't have that, be that for yourself. I'm not saying be your own mom, but be your own advocate for your own mental health. It's time to take a stand against yourself. I promise when you get help, life gets better. Imagine your life right now, but better. All because you got help. There are a lot of toxic 
forums out there of depressed teenagers who are like, eh, I hate my medicine. They don't have the right meds. And if, guys, I recently had an experience with this. It's just new. If you feel like your doctor is not listening, if you feel like you've been on treatment for years and nothing's working, there's a solution out there. I was on a combination of Wellbutrin, Depakote, Abilify, Trazodone, Xanax, and Adderall. I was taking that every day. Every single day. Only to be replaced with one drug. I take one three milligram pill every day of Raylar for my bipolar. And I'm not recommending treatment. I'm just telling you that you have to you have to find a solution that works. And if where you're going, if your doctor is preventing you from finding that solution, then find another doctor. I know it's hard to trust your judgment when you have mental health, but all that means is that you have to sit with your decision a little longer. You have to think about your thoughts a little longer. Ask yourself questions like, is this something that will benefit me? Is this something that's going to harm other people? Is this something that's going to harm me? Is this decision the right decision? And that's how someone with mental illness should base their decisions. They should sit with them a little bit longer than the average person. And that's okay. We have to baby-proof ourselves. You see, the more we, when we get help, when we take the steps to get help, we begin to find solutions to our daily lives. The things that bother us. I got help. And now that I have the medicine, I'm not having risky sex. I'm not having maintaining a dirty house. I'm not lazy. I'm not losing interest in things I love to do. I don't feel like every day I look forward to the next day. Like, you guys, it's nighttime. I'm excited it's nighttime. But I'm even more excited that tomorrow is a new day. We, and then I am so much more grateful for my life and everything in it and everyone in it. If I didn't step up and say this regimen I'm on is not working for me, then I would, you wouldn't be listening to me right now. And that's facts. Let me hit this. So let's begin. I have an insurance called Edna, and I have it through my employer. I used to work for a medical insurance company as a contractor, and basically, I'm going to explain to you the very confusing world, Lord help me, of health insurance in the u.s okay so you have a plan that you choose and they like to name them after metals like platinum silver gold and like the gold is usually the highest you can get and it covers things everything you can think of but mainly once a year and like if you need something twice a year then you need an approval or you need some type of diagnosis to qualify for like Let's say you, you, your insurance grants you one MRI or one CAT scan a year for free. 
because a doctor suspects that you have a tumor or you have cancer. Let's say that you need another MRI or CAT scan, but your insurance company only covers one under your plan and they go, hold on. So they need the doctor to submit a prior authorization, which is kind of like a permission slip to give to the insurance to approve for them to cover the cost of the second MRI or CAT scan. That's just the best way I can explain it. I'm sorry. But when it comes to like your plan, whether it's silver, gold, or platinum, you pay what's called a deductible. And it let's just make it easy. Let's say your deductible is $10. You only pay $10 out of your pocket throughout the whole year of your policy. Meaning that's your out-of-pocket cost. Meaning when you go to the doctor and they ask you for money, you only pay $10 until your insurance covers the rest. Does that make sense? Let me repeat myself. If you have $10 at your out-of-pocket cost with your plan, your insurance plan, that means when you go to the doctor and they ask you for something called a copay, you pay that $10. And after, since you met your deductible by paying that $10, your insurance now covers the rest of the costs. You now no longer have to pay a copay when you go to the pharmacy or when you go to the doctor. Sometimes when your insurance sees that you have a diagnosis on file and you've had it for a while and treatment is costing them a lot of money and that it could be replaced with something else, they'll cover it at full cost. My Raylark retails at two grand, not two grand, well, $1,500 a month, but they cover it because they were spending a lot more money on the other treatments. So I have Aetna, and there's a lot of insurance companies like Blue Cross Blue Shield. Um, can't think of any other ones, but Aetna is one of them. And I have insurance coverage for my medication and my medical needs. So if you have an ID number, I'm not going to tell you my numbers, but you also have a group number. And when you go to the doctor for the first time, you're going to sign intake forms. So if you're deciding to go get help for the first time, you're going to sign a lot of paperwork. So get ready. If you don't know your mother's side or your father's side of medical history, that's okay. They will take your weight. If you go to a psychiatrist, you're not required to go to a psychologist and vice versa, okay? But they may refer you out according to their findings. Just be aware. Pass the duchy upon the left-hand side. Pass the duchy upon the left hand side. Speaking of past the duchy, before I get really into it, let me just scrape some weed and pack a bowl. So head on down to patreon.com slash the manic candace podcast and pledge that pledge. You guys, I just want to say I'm so thankful for all the repeated listening. I hopped on to my Apple Podcast Analytics, and I just saw that 71% of my audience, which is you guys listening, are repeaters, and then the I've had over 100 downloads just Saturday and Sunday, and
And you guys, you guys are binging. You guys are binging the podcast and I love it. I love it. I'm so here for it. I'm so thankful. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, I'm a Jesus freak. Let me be. When you have your insurance, I'm talking to people who have insurance. Okay, I'll get to the rest. So people who have insurance, take your insurance card and there should be a website. There should be a website somewhere on it. Mine doesn't, but I can like Google Edna. It's a huge company. So I can go to edna.com and then when you first get your card, it's very important. Very important that you contact your human resources through your employer or wherever you contact the company. You have, you guys have Google, no excuses. You know, you contact whoever to get your physical card because they're going to need to take a copy of your card and your ID when you go into the doctor's office, okay? Very, very important. Because of the pandemic... Mental health services are at a very, they're very scarce. And that's great that people are seeking help, but just know that if you are told, hey, I'm, I, I have to put you on a waiting list, that's fine. It's time to go to the next doctor. And let me tell you how to get a list of doctors. You go log on to your, first you get your medical, not your medical card, your insurance card, physical card. That has your insurance ID number and your group ID number and your RX number. Your RX number goes to the pharmacies so they can run, so they can bill the insurance company. Your group ID is to identify yourself to the insurance company. I mean, your group ID is the billing number that the doctor needs to bill your insurance. And the ID number from your insurance is what they use to identify you when you call them. So once you have your card and you have the number and you create your online portal with your insurance company, because there is an online portal and it's already there for you to access, you access with it with your insurance ID number and your social, okay? So then you take that, you make your portal, you input all your information, and then they're going to assign you a primary care doctor. Go to your primary care doctor, get a physical yearly, tell them that you're getting help for mental health, that you think things are going on, and they're going to, they may have a list of, they may help you out and have a referral list. Usually when doctors have a referral list, they have availability, people on the referral list. Um, my psychiatrist that saved my life was referred to me by my primary care doctor and basically she's brand new to practice. Well, she's brand new to her private practice and basically she had a lot of availability because she needs patients, right? So I 
my life got saved. I advise you to talk to your primary care doctor as a start if you don't want to outright go to a psychiatrist. If you want your doctor, if you have a good relationship with your doctor, your primary care, your PCP, I recommend going to them and asking them for recommendations for referrals for psychiatric help. This lemonade's so good. This OG Kush though. One thing you can't do, you guys, you can't smoke weed and do nothing about your health. That's something I did for a long time, was just self-medicate. You can't self-medicate, you guys. It's not enough. So when you are at the office... Arrive 20 minutes early because you're going to have to fill out a big wad of paperwork, okay? And I want to preface you this. If you go to a psychiatrist, they're not your count. They're not a counselor, so they're not going to want to hear about your problems. So don't take it personally if they cut you off, okay? They're going to know, they're going to want to know about your symptoms and your patterns of behavior. They're not going to want to know about who traumatized you, who abused you, or what pisses you off, or what makes you tick. Okay. Your psych your psychologist or psych psychiatrist. Um your counselor is gonna wanna know those personal things. Just preface that because for me I walked into a psychiatrist's office like bawling and they're like, whoa, 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 I'm not trained for this. I didn't go to school for this. So, yeah. So, when you're out there, arrive early. Give them common courtesy. Don't be a dick. Don't be a cunt. You know what I mean? Give them that decency. Sorry, you guys, this lemonade is just so good. <laughs> I can't wait to have Joe Rogan on this podcast and we're going to smoke cigars and weed and talk about mental health and my podcast and his podcast and just journeys and just shit. So, boom, you fill out the paperwork, and then you hand over your ID and your copay. It might be $25 or $35. That's the average on insurance companies. And then you wait. 
Doctor calls you back, doctor asks you a question, doctor may or may not give you a diagnosis, and then the help comes. Now for my people in Arizona that do not have health insurance, there is a clinic called Taros, T as in Tom, E as in Elephant, R as in Rose, R as in Rose, O as in Orange, S as in Sam, Taros. That is where you can get free help. They will evaluate you to see if you can qualify for access, which is state insurance, which is free health insurance, okay? And if you qualify for access, they're going to screen you to see if you qualify for something called SMI. S as in Sam, M as in Mary, I as in India. That stands for severe mental illness. Don't let that title scare you. Because what that title will grant you is free psychiatric and counseling services, okay? And if you need housing services, Taros is where to go, okay? Email me, DM me on Instagram if you want more information. When I was broken down on the side of the road with asking the police to help me, I didn't have my insurance card, I didn't have an ID, I didn't have anything. So they they put me under access and then I am declared SMI under the state of Arizona. So these are for my Arizona peeps. This is how you can get free mental health care. Taros. They have locations across the valley, they have a pharmacy across the valley. Because of COVID, they do over the phone evaluations, okay? You guys, it's time to get help. And people who do not live in the U.S. and don't have health insurance and it's needed, hop onto your local app store, Google Play or Apple. And depending on your country, the apps may vary, but better help. Faithful Counseling, CalMary, Cerebral, Regain, OnlineTherapy.com, Teen Counseling, Talkspace, Pride Counseling. And the top choice is BetterHelp. I will tell you about my experience with BetterHelp. And I'm sure it's just gotten better. I This is not sponsored, by the way. I've actually downloaded BetterHelp and paid for it. Now they have, like, financial aid and stuff like that. But... It's a good resource. It's a start, especially if it costs an arm and a leg in your country and you don't have a job, or even if you're in the US and you don't have insurance. This applies to you. You can talk to these people on the phone. You don't even have to look at them. You don't have to do the video. You can chat as well. You don't even have to like, you know, like, because counseling is scary. But one thing that's that I will say is counseling is scary. In my personal experience, the first time I went to a therapist, I was like seven years old. And like my mom didn't tell me where we were going. And then like next thing you know, I'm in like a big room with a lot of books and this nice lady asking me about my traumatic experience. And I'm just like, what is going on? So you don't go to counseling unless you're ready. But how long can you suffer if you 
if you're not ready. You know what I mean? Guys, before we go, I want to share with you the benefits of counseling. Improved communication and interpersonal skills. Greater self-acceptance and self-esteem. The ability to change in self-defeating behaviors and habits. Better expression and management of emotions, including anger. Relief from depression, anxiety, or other mental health conditions. And these are all true. Recognition of distorted thinking, that's very true. Greater sense of self and purpose, that's very true. Improved problem solving and conflict resolution ability, that's very true. Ability to manage stress effectively. Increased confidence and decision making skills. These are all very true. Let me go down the list one by one. There's like 10 of them. Since I started getting help with medication, this is different from counseling, but like, this is what I gained from getting help. Improved communication and interpersonal skills. 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 I feel like I'm a lot more open with my mom. I call her even when things are going bad. And I feel like my communication with the podcast has improved immensely. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but beep, beep. I have a greater self-acceptance and self-esteem. I do. And that comes with like me, like in the past 30 days, I've accepted my weight. I've accepted my body in so many ways. I've accepted my skin color, my stretch marks, how I fluctuate a lot, how I'm not where I want to be and probably never will be. How I'm not meant to be a stick figure person. Next is the ability to change self-defeating habits and behaviors. Self-defeating habits and behaviors I have is self-negative talk. I've completely turned that around 100%. And I'm so grateful to God for that. See, this is what getting help can do for you. Is improve your life. My life is improved. My life is improving. My life is... There's always going to be room for improvement. But I, I had so much room. I'm barely getting started. I'm able to recognize the things that I do that hold me back. And then before getting help, I wasn't able to see the forest beyond the trees. To smell the shit on my own knees, you guys. Be proactive. Be proactive about your mental health. You deserve to wake up and feel good about the day before it even starts. You deserve to live your life and not hate it. You deserve to not want to kill yourself. The Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1-800-273-8255.
The suicide prevention hotline in the U.S. is 1-800-273-8255. Open 24 hours in English and in Spanish. The national hotline for suicide prevention is 1-800-273-8255. Available 24 hours in English and in Spanish. If you have a drug problem, it's time to get help. This is your sign to get help. If you have a drug problem, it's to go to rehab. It's okay to get help. It's okay to want to be better. It's okay. Next, better expression and management of emotions, including anger. I was really angry at my mom the beginning of the year, and it is night and day. Next, relief from depression. Yes, I'm not depressed. I'm not up and down, up and down. Anxiety or other mental conditions. My manias are starting to get managed. I upped my Raylar a bit from one and a half milligrams to three milligrams from my doctor. And like, it's night and day. I think I found my home, which is three milligrams. Um, Increased confidence in decision-making skills. I have an increased confidence knowing that I have a... Poor judgment. So knowing that I'm more confident in making decisions because I'm able to s- s- tell myself that I should sit on my decisions a little longer. Ability to manage stress effectively. Oh, I get stressed. I have a lot of stressors, but I'm able to say, okay, today is not the day to stress about that. Today's probably the day to stress about this. And I don't overstress. I I'm able to smile. I'm able to maintain my composure, my demeanor, in face of high stress in the last thirty days with my new therapy treatment of Raylar. Um, improved problem solving and conflict resolution abilities. That's true of what I just gave examples of. Greater sense of self and purpose. I feel like I'm changing lives with this podcast. I feel like I'm enlightening people. I feel like I'm helping people. I feel like I'm making people laugh and smile. I feel like I'm inspiring people to make their own podcasts. You can do it. And lastly, recognition of distorted thinking. I know when my thinking is off. I know when I need to tell my doctor, hey, I need more more of the drug. Or I need more therapy. So, good night, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you're listening. I hope you get help if you need help. If you need a helping hand, I am here to hold your hand to the doctor. Let's go. Get in the car. Get on Google before you get in the car to see where you're going. Make an appointment. Get your insurance card. Let's go. Download the app. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's live our best life. Good night, good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Again, I bid you adieu. Thank you for listening to the Amanda Candace Podcast. Hop onto the Patreon, patreon.com slash Amanda Candace Podcast and pledge that pledge. Buy your fine art prints and soon your coloring book at mdmakey.com. Good night. This is my favorite song.